Hey fellow J-Rockers, thank you for joining us, J-Rock News, for our first ever podcast. So please pardon our dust, this is at the time an experimental thing that we're looking to get better at. So if you have any kind of input, please go ahead and let us know. If this goes over well, we're definitely going to look into investing into some better equipment. And for those of you who have been listening closely so far, you may have noticed, Espirit d'Air has really Starstorm, and that's what's playing in our background. So definitely go on ahead and check that out. Uh, you can pick it up on iTunes and even watch it on YouTube. Definitely a great track. Highly recommended. Go give it a listen. You need more than just this clip. Trust me. All right, welcome to... No, welcome's gay. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for our first ever J-Rock News podcast. Uh, my name's Mazo, and I'll be your host today. And we're going to run through a few topics. But before we get to them, I'd like to introduce everyone that I have here with me today. And uh, first is Edo. Hey, I'm Edo. And then we got NBT. Yep, uh, I'm NBT here, and uh, Gazette is my favorite band. Okay, and uh, we got Nexus with us as well. Hi, I'm Nexus. Uh, we also have Sis here. Sis here, yo, yo. Okay, great, great introduction, Sis. Yeah, tell us, tell us. Not my favorite band. Oh my god, at the moment, it's Arurukan. Oh, okay. I can't what say listen to them ex- ex- uh, ex- uh, extensively. And uh, following Sis, last but not least, is uh, Ziggy. Oh, hey. If I'm not eating cake, I'm listening to music. That's all you need to know. Hey, that's the life, all right? So, um, you know, now, now that you're familiar with who's here, uh, I'm going to go on ahead and jump right into our topics, uh, starting with the uh, biggest stories we've had so far this month. Uh, We've taken, you know, some kind of traffic data to kind of bring this to you. And uh, first off is just Miyavi in general. He's just doing a lot of stuff. I mean, he announced his world tour. He was in a fashion show recently. Um, the big thing for me was uh, he did a cover of Post Malone's Rockstar, and I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I'm not into that whole genre of music, Post Malone's genre, that is. But just the way Miyavi really mended it into his style was really nice. I mean, like, like you said, I wouldn't listen to Post Malone, but just Miyavi's take on Post Malone. Yeah, I agree. On point. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so the, the world tour, though, I mean, so far he's only announced uh, dates in parts of Asia. I mean, I guess that's his world. Or, or is that yeah. not okay to say, you know? <laughs> but uh, I, I am hoping that he does announce more dates. I mean, have, have any of you guys seen Miyavi before? Yeah, that was, I, that was like, a really long time ago. Really long I, I time ago. I think I saw him in 2015 in Vienna. Oh, that's not that long ago. Yeah, Has, like yeah. everyone's seen them then, by the sounds of I've it. Seen him, yeah, I've seen them. I've seen him. One day I see him, two, maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. But because I've missed him. But yeah, he always comes around to Europe and Amer- like America, and mm-hmm. it's he's really good at touring. Like yeah, definitely. To, a lot of um Japanese bands and things. I, I guess he's got the setup anyway, but yeah, he's really good with yeah. Um, dates. Yeah. yeah, the last tour I saw him on was a. Uh, it was something I can't remember the name. It was something with Asia because he was touring with two oh. other groups. It was Slot Machine from Thailand and Kiha and the Faces from Korea. And I gotta say that was 
that was a really good show that they all put on. I mean, I, I was not interested in all in either of the other two bands, but Miyavi, you know, bringing them in front of me really actually got me into them. I've been kind of somewhat following them since then. So I really like a lot of stuff he does. I mean, again, he's doing a lot, even all the humanitarian stuff we've been seeing from him. Yeah. He's just doing a whole lot. Yeah, did you guys see the um, chat he had with um, Sunita for the... UN, was it UNHCR? No, you, you, you posted it like everywhere, but I just totally ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not about humanitarian things, screw it. I saw, I saw like a bit of it, but I've already yeah. like seen his stuff on like Instagram and all that, so it's like, oh, oh okay, cool, you know? Yeah. Really what cool. was it about? So he was just like, um, was chatting with someone who he collaborated in with uh, one of his recent albums, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so he was just kind of talking about, uh, well, just kind of peace in general, really, and the state of the world. Yeah, oh, so I mean, they did it in English. Yeah, it's in English. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, when he uh, yeah. when he performed in Anaheim is where I saw him, which was a very small venue. I was actually surprised by how small it was. Like, if I wanted to, I could have easily grabbed me off his ankles, drug him into the crowd, and then ran away with him. But um, <laughs> it was a <laughs> super small venue, and yeah, no, I wouldn't do that because our reputation. Right? <laughs> Uh, it was a super small venue, and like partway through his set list, he kind of gave like a small speech, and then he did a cover of uh, I want to say the song is called "We Are the World," and it was it was nice. I mean, it's it's really nice to see like he really has a good heart. He's not like wait, are you talking about Every... "We Are the World" from by Michael Jackson? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say yes. Oh. I, I'm, I'm going to look bad because I don't know for sure because Michael Jackson is like a legend. But, you know, that's kind of one of the things that I'm so into J-Rock that I don't really know other like big artists too well even. Uh, um, you know, like every, sorry, every gig like he gives, I'm pretty sure he gives like a, there's always a speech because I'm pretty, I've seen him twice now or three times and he always gives one speech about you know, wherever you are in the world, you know, I'll be here wherever. Yeah, that's the one. You know, I remember that. Yeah, it was so, it was great. It, it, was, it was it was a really nice touch for sure. But uh, you know, I think I think that's good on um, Miyavi right now. I mean, yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff, but he can't take up all the time because he's you know gonna do more eventually. But um, from there, uh, you know, another big story we had was. Devaloof, who is one of my personal favorites right now, they just got a new um, record deal. They got signed to a division of Danger Crew, from my understanding, Ninth Records. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and they also announced that they're going to be releasing a single in spring, which uh, I will definitely be ordering and doing a review for everyone when that comes out, because <laughs> I, I know I know everyone reads those. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but so uh, Rio from Gerugamesh uh, was uh, supposedly working with uh, their upcoming album, so... Supposed? He's not? No, he is. Oh, he, well, he, he, he did yeah. the mixing for... Uh, did. did, yeah. Uh, oh, it's out Devil's already. Proof. Yeah, yeah, Devil's Proof, yeah, that's it. I mean, so it's he, their freaking name, right? So he done, the mixing, he done the mixing for their recent album, yeah, and I don't know if he's going to work with them in the future, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. You know? Yeah, I I mean it it seems like they've they've become really good friends with him. And actually one of the readers commented uh he commented Emilio Taylor was his screen name. He he said this is probably, you know, Rio's Rio's doing which I, I really agree because Garugamesh yep. has a history with Danger Crew and we're yeah. really seeing these guys hanging out a lot and Rio's really doing a lot in production, so 
I'm wondering how much we're actually going to see him like actually doing music and how much we're going to see him really backpacking bands to success. Can I just say that Danger Crew is like a Brit was my one of my favorite record labels. It's got Unite, um it's got Cloud, it's got um what Sonic Death Monkey that like they have and they formerly had Garugamesh, you know, and they've yeah. had they, they've had they've had a very good run um as of like recent years. So yeah, they I'm had really... a good run. They had a good run. No, no, I said no. They they've still they still got this good run, you know. They've got the bands, I believe, and they've got they've just they're just really good. I love them. Yeah, I mean, I I was looking at the article. Uh, I think Zahn wrote that one, and he was mentioning how in the past they had uh Sid and Learcon yes. CL signed to them, oh. and uh. I've always heard it pronounced Muku, M-U-C-C. But yeah, so I mean, they've they've had some really big deal signed to them, so that's that's really good for Devaloof. It looks like they really have somewhere to go. But another thing that kind of popped into mind when I heard this news, you know, when you see an artist jumping around between record labels and they get bigger, I think of uh, around the time Polkadot Stingray got uh, signed to Universal. I mean, yeah. Zahn, he loves them. He expressed I mean, some kind of concern that maybe Universal <laughs> would, would pervert the Stingray into being something other than what they truly are. I mean, it wouldn't um, be surprising they would it. I think um, Polkadot Stingray are probably in a different kind of like situation because obviously it's a major label major but, major like you know they've got and they're that kind of they're that kind of band that would be on a major label i think yeah, yeah, with, yeah uh, i do agree with that with the, like devil loof i think it's fine because they're with v they're other with other vk bands so you know yeah. and they've got that and because they're re because now they're on that label i feel like they'll release a lot more because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it really um what is it? Not influences, but it really encourages them to release more. Yeah, I can see that. I, I still have my concerns because, I mean, Devil Oof, oh. even, even this last album that came out, Devil's Proof, I was so worried that it was going to be like this I light cookie-cutter VK stuff because <laughs> Purge was just so damn heavy. It was, it was perfect. It was everything I was looking for aside from my super depressing Nagoya K stuff. I needed something angry and just out there and that was Devaloof and it still is Devaloof consistently and as I said in my review um, Rio is just it he just mixes and masters this stuff amazingly it, it's all just it it just makes sense it's like a really good bowl of soup it's like all these different parts and it's just perfect together so I really hope that they're able to keep doing that and that they don't just start pounding out releases like some other bands we've seen not gonna name names that just kind of <laughs> fade into nothing at least from you know our experience and what I've seen is that these bands they pop out of nowhere and they have a few good releases and a lot of times they just fizzle out and it's just like but you were so good yeah uh, alright and uh they just like fade into obscurity and they're gone yeah exactly even though they're like sometimes they still exist but only in this like zombie form <laughs> and it's so sad with like just the bassist and a drummer and and no yeah. vocalist or guitarist. <laughs> I mean, that that happened to uh, Death Gaze. Their vocalist left like in the middle of a tour, I think. Oh, that's and there's there's like a there's a video of one of their shows where they're just playing without their vocalist, and fans are into it. Yeah. But it was it was still a little bit sad. But uh, I'm gonna go on ahead and move on to uh, our noise our news with Kami Joe. Uh, so Kami Joe is doing a collaboration with Hatsune Miku, and uh, I I don't know how to pronounce this collab. It's a uh, Mwame Moite. Mwame Moite. 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, from from my understanding, it includes mana, and uh, they made a dress, yes. and it's it's a damn nice dress. But the price tag on that dress. Oh, that's um. If if you're familiar with that's mana market, you wouldn't, wouldn't even be surprised about <laughs> yeah. the price of the dress because it's like among the Lolita. Uh, Fashion brands, Moatia is like on the top expensive end, and seems this Miku deal is doing them good. So yeah, definitely. I mean, Miku will get a lot of eyes on you, and I think uh, she just had her, I want to say, tenth anniversary, well, maybe tenth. Okay, so she just had her tenth anniversary, so she's in everyone's hearts and minds again. Bless yeah, her soul. Yeah, I think yeah, obviously it's good, it's good promotion, but I find it so like kind of weird that Kamijo and um, Hatsune Miku are collaborating, like, it's so, like, Yeah, me. I agree. I'm not that surprised, because Kamijo, ever since, like, uh, in 2012, mm. Versailles went on hiatus, mm. uh, he's, he's been doing, like, really good for himself, like, he's done some stuff yeah. with major artists, like, he hangs out with Yoshiki a lot, and the, there was the stuff mm. where he, I think, for the wife of the Japanese Prime Minister oh, and okay. other stuff so um, I'm not that surprised that he's doing something more mainstream now Kamisho is doing big stuff and he's literally pitching projects to Mana to jump on collaborations with him so Mana doesn't all fade into obscurity all the way only slightly yes. so what, what is the reason for him actually doing a collaboration with Hatsune Miku? I think it's kind of like random that he does that yeah. because uh, I haven't really seen any like uh, interest for Hatsune Miku when it comes to the Vishai community and yeah, yeah I honestly I, I don't have any idea either yeah it's just me I'm just <laughs> you guys say that but didn't Yoshiki do that collaboration with Hello Kitty yeah but Yoshiki does everything does everything so yeah <laughs> he's an enigma I mean if he, he he can go to the moon and you'd be like ah oh, fucking Yoshiki <laughs> isn't, isn't Yoshiki, Yoshiki selling like crackers right now or some kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, something like that. I don't, Yoshiki is selling crackers. Oh, crackers. What it is exactly, but yeah, he's selling some kind of food. Isn't that an old thing? I thought there was like a recent news where he was um, on this game show talking about crackers. Um, yeah. Like a really high-end one. Exactly. And he kept eating them and eating them and eating them and then somehow it made it so popular that the department store that just sold out because people saw him eating, that's like it, just yeah. binging on these crackers. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's... Yeah. He knows how to market them. He yeah. knows how to market anything. I mean, the guy the guy is a business genius. I mean, there, there is yeah, no Yoshiki, dispute Yoshiki, on that. he will sell you anything. <laughs> He'll sell you your you own need liver. It, I'll just, just give it to Yoshiki, he will sell it. <laughs> well then maybe that's what Kami Joe's trying to prove, that he can also just sell anything, but it might not be working as well, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah, like, I I'm, mean, I I'm actually kind of stoked for this. I like it. I remember, you know, back in the big Versailles days, I want to say big days, but who knows. Uh, it was around uh, just a little bit before Jasmine actually passed away. I was talking mm -hmm. to a classmate at the community college, and he was like, have you ever heard of this band Versailles? I was like, yeah, dumbass, like, they're old. <laughs> and it was it was pretty crazy because he was only into, like, punk, really. I mean, he was into, like, Wednesday 13 and uh, The Addicts, stuff like that. And I was really surprised that he was asking me about Versailles. I have no idea how he found them. So. Yesterday, I accidentally met somebody on a Facebook group 
based on some random metal band, an American metalhead, he likes the cat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these the, the Japanese rock scene just kind of, I don't want to say weasels its way into people's hearts, but it, it does, in a way. I mean, you have these people who are hardcore fans of, like, their Western genre, but there happens to be a band that just clicks with them, and that's, that's mm. you know kind of why yeah, I feel what, a lot of us what, are what I've heard about uh, Vashai is that they are not really that big in Japan but like mm. everywhere else outside yeah, they, of Japan I, big it's the same thing with like Baby Muscle you go around uh, like uh, that man Yuta if you guys seen that uh, mm. guy on YouTube he went around and asked people if they heard about Baby Metal but mm. almost no one of uh, like no one heard about them yeah that, that's, that's a good point I mean, it's kind of difficult to say like no one knows about them because I mean they did play at the Budokan, and that's yeah. like you know you don't play at the Budokan for nothing. So I mean, there's that. So he probably I don't know. He maybe he was in the wrong places. I don't know. But they you know, played, like for two days as well. So they did sell out a lot of tickets. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think it, also, it it just depends on what kind of people you ask with because once I saw a video where somebody was asking random Japanese people on the street if they know who Gakt is, and most of them didn't, which yeah, is I'm totally glad unexpected. Him because, up because he worked with Mana in the past too, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems Single like this guy's just making Mana. legends. <laughs> yeah, like Mana Mana creates creates legends and. Then he like sits at home and plays video games all day and does literally nothing. Hey, that 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 works. I mean, I I think I remember even an interview where uh you know Mana he doesn't talk. He had Gak mm. talking for him. He just whispered into his ear. Yeah, like, I, back when Gak was everybody's a Mana's boy. bitch. Like yeah, exactly. Mana's someone won't bother talking like you talk for me. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, why would I shit? do that? I have people for this shit. <laughs> okay. Uh. So I mean. I don't know if that's enough of Kami Joe because you could never have too much, but I'm gonna I, go I on think, ahead. I and think we should like at least summarize that what kind of collaboration Kami Joe's doing with Hatsune Miku because I don't think we said that. What? that what Kami Joe's doing with Hatsune Miku is a musical release. It's a single that will come out on March 21st, if I recall correctly, and it's tied to his upcoming full album. The single will be called "Sang Another Story," and it will feature Hatsune Miku. So if you want it, go get it. Okay, so should we move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna move on to uh, a a bit of like you know definitely sad news is uh, the passing of uh, Kogami from Baby Metal's band. So for those who don't know, he was one of the guitarists in the band, and he uh, he passed away at the start of this year, which is pretty terrible. I mean, kick off the year with death. I mean, that's that's definitely not good. And I mean, I know for sure he left behind his wife, which. That's also mm. terrible. I mean, mm. you find yeah, your life partner and then they're gone. Well. He's got two daughters? Okay, yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. That's even more sad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just not, so, not so, good. Uh, so, how, how did he die? Then? Uh, it's so, from, uh, I think, Edo, did you write this one? Yeah, I wrote this one. So, he was basically, um, I guess, on top of some really tall hill um, to stargaze, and he just fell off the platform. He just fell oh. off the platform and... Um, he was taken to hospital, and after a, I think I'm not really sure at the moment, but uh, he was taken oh. to hospital, and then he from the thirtieth uh, to the fifth, his so health deteriorated, and then eventually passed away at the age of a uh, thirty-six. Oh, that's that's yeah. not a lot. Yes. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, I mean uh, th that that kind of thing's not really uncommon either. It, 
it's kind of interesting because it'll happen a lot on cruise ships. You know, people will go down to the deck at night and you know stargaze and because there's oh, not as much light out there. But they're and they'll drunk fall over. They're oh not God. always drunk. Just this guy was drunk. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm saying people on the cruise. If they go out and like. I don't know what cruise you're going on. It wasn't like that at the Disney cruise. <laughs> So I, I mean, he 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 did a lot of interesting work for sure, being in the Baby Metals band. I know I know he's done some other stuff. There's really some awesome uh, guitar playthroughs you can see in uh, Edo's posts that are definitely worth checking out. I mean, he's a talented guitarist, and he will definitely be missed. But uh, you know, there's not too much I have to say on that one. Uh, if anyone else has anything they want to add, I just want to add that. Um Oh sh! Uh, Leda from um, Leda, yeah, yeah, from. Far uh, is Zane. Yeah, Zane. Zane. yeah Zane. I forgot, forgot the new bands. Uh, okay, anyway, so he's also in Baby Metal, uh, mm -hmm. so they're basically on the same level when it comes to like uh, technical guitarist. Oh my uh, god! I didn't know that actually. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so so he was a really really great uh, guitarist. And I think I think um later left left like a a little comment on his Twitter as well saying you know, you know I'm sorry that happened and whatnot and yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we, that, we've that had our somber news. I mean, yeah. uh, but uh, an interesting story is something that uh. I've seen NBT and Edo collaborating on. I mean, everybody gets in a little bit, but you guys have been really uh, carrying this story. It's not necessarily a story. It's uh, pretty much introducing everyone to a really important figure who is... Uh, you guys have given him the nickname Oyaji. <laughs> and well, so oh, that, that's his own nickname. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. I've seen him in the articles. He's the Oyaji. That is true. Uh, Seichi Hoshiko. And uh, he's he's been the founder of uh, quite a number of uh, Visual K magazines, and even uh, credited with coming up with the term Visual K. Yeah. So he, he was uh, kind of inspired by Hide from uh, X Japan, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, together they kind of like, well, Seiji Hoshiko uh, took uh, Hide's word and kind of like molded it into his own words. And Only because he felt bad about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we called Visual K at first Visual Shock K, but then people kind of like started shortening it, and it became Visual K, and now it's like VK. Hmm. But, yeah. Eventually, it will just be K or something. Okay. I mean, that, that kind of okay. makes me think of uh, Hide and his. Uh, he coined the term lemon. That was one of his things. Oh, okay. Damn. Didn't know that. But yeah, that man is a legend. Like. Honestly, I would like. He also takes pictures of like new newer bands and older bands. I think that's what he's known for. He's I know also he's in everything. I mean, it's crazy. On his Twitter, yeah. and um, it's like, just even even if you even if you think you haven't seen him, you totally have seen him. Yes, <laughs> yes. Him and, and his um, two thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, mean, I think there was that uh, there was that Hakuei pic where he's uh, there with uh, those two girls. Yeah. I mean, that was. <laughs> Man, that old <laughs> man. <laughs> but there, there's, there's a good photo gallery of all of these in, uh, in one of the posts about him that really yeah. talks about a lot of his accomplishments. And then there's also the interview that uh, was conducted with him. Uh, we were helped out by V-Star Promotion to actually land that one, which is really nice of them yeah, to help us out. Them. Yeah, huge, huge shout out. I mean, that's, 
that's something I hear on the radio a lot. But uh, I mean, in that interview, there's even a segment about how he got X Japan and Motley Crew in the same room. Oh together. yeah. Oh, that's impressive. That's yeah, cool. yeah, that that's super yeah. that's super cool because a, a lot of times when I've seen a lot of uh, Japanese bands being interviewed, specifically, I remember uh, Suicide Alley interview mm. where mm. they were asking them who their influences were like freaking all of them motley crew and i know hyde from vamps lark on cl and hyde solo work is definitely a fan of motley crew i mean oh, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. that cover of livewire yeah. personally yeah, i think it was better than the original but among the people influenced by motley crew is mana actually mana really? from yeah it's I think he has said in one interview that it was the first concert that he has ever seen, Motley Crue, and he has liked them since he since like his early teens. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. really like really into them, and still is, I think, because he often uh, wears Motley Crue t-shirts and stuff like that. So that's that's pretty unexpected for somebody who doesn't know Mana or doesn't know him too well. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely that caught me off guard. But they are definitely <laughs> one of the most influential bands around. Yeah. Just me they wonder how they made themselves present in Japan. I mean, back then in what the eighties? In the nineties, yeah. I think. Nineties? Okay. Uh, no, eighties. 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 You're right. Eighties. Well, it was because of their uh, visual look, uh, because yeah. they were kind of like glamish too. So that's how it resonated with the Japanese people. Yeah, probably. Like, look, that's Gajinix Japan. Let's listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, you know, but if you if you want to check out any of those stories, of course, they're all on our site. Uh, definitely give a look at. Uh, all our stuff on Seiichi. I mean, it's just super interesting, that photo gallery, like I mentioned, and then the interview actually has a second part coming pretty soon. Uh, hasn't yep. come out at the time of this recording. Maybe it'll be out if this recording gets published, but definitely check it out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of giggles there. Uh, so I guess we're going to move on to our next uh, segment, which is uh, things we think maybe you may not have heard about. So the way things are going to go here is we're going to bring up stories that we've kind of come across but really haven't had time to devote a whole page to. It could be something short or it could be something long. I mean, not everyone has to have one here, but I'll just go on ahead and start with a... I was talking to everyone here earlier, something that Nexus posted about a model, again, sad news, who passed away. Um, Her name was Patra. She was a model and DJ as well. uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Sad news, but, and you know, I feel like that should be out there because she seemed like she was doing some really interesting stuff. I did per- peruse her Instagram and really liked a lot of the stuff on there. It was kind of yeah, she, my you know, she does work, um, she worked alongside um, Plastic Zooms. So. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I, did, I did see Nexus put that as a note, and Plastic Zooms is pretty kick-ass. Yeah. Right now. Um, in December, um, Alice Mazur's first um, drummer, they mm. had for like only a very very short while he also passed away which was very sad cool people keep dying please stop i know i mean it, it it's it's not gonna stop <laughs> everyone has to die <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how that's we real. have this like, everyone it's has to die it's not I what agree. you say it's how you say it bro <laughs> but yeah I mean, hopefully nothing else happens this year. You know, it's only been the, the start of the year and stuff is already happening. I mean, it happens every year and we can't, obviously we can't, we can't um, avoid it or anything like that. So we just have, a start is still January, end of January. So we'll see how the year goes, you know. Still got a lot Not looking good, through. man. Not looking Not good. Looking good. 
and that is the as you may have heard, they are um, celebrating their 25th anniversary lately. Oh, uh, I, I say late. I say lately because they have been doing it for a while. <laughs> and um, the like final performance of the celebrations of the 21st anniversary will be next September, when Mana will be hosting a um, performance where the ex roadies of Malice Miser will come and sing for the band, which will, of course, star only Mana, Yuki, and Koji. And one of them will be Kamijo. So if one of your dreams in life, as mine has been, has been to hear Kamijo sing songs of Malice Miser, definitely go check that out, because I'm already said I can go. Yeah, next September. Pretty cool. I next mean, September, yeah. Just elaborate that, it's next September. Next <laughs> September. Yeah. Like 2019 the next September? No, 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 this, this September. Sorry. Okay. Oh, this, <laughs> this September, 2018. Yes, 2018 <laughs> September. So we're going to look at uh, our social media. So uh, something that I've kind of noticed is a lot of times we'll put stuff out to people and we get a lot of your responses and they're always great and hilarious. And other than if you were to sit there and read through everyone's stuff, you wouldn't see it all. And also, you wouldn't get kind of our input. So uh, recently, we put out um, what would you call it? Like a assignment <laughs> to see who could come up with a a, a good uh, change to a band's name by only changing one word. And uh, there there were definitely some interesting ones. Uh, I had some written down, but I swear they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I, I have had some them. written down. If you yeah. want, I'll put this link here on the side that you can click through. Okay. Like I I. I literally have a list written down on me right now. I'm looking at it. So if you want me to start again, alright. I've only got one, so let me let me tell no, everybody no, my no, favorite no. proper crack. The acid black churros. That one <laughs> came with a picture. This person put effort into this, and I was like, <laughs> I actually fell off my chair laughing. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, I've ever read 2018. Stop exaggerating. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's changed my life. <laughs> well, so, so talking about churros, I actually like yeah. the one where it said lynch, but then they changed it to lunch. <laughs> yeah, you can change that to anything. <laughs> and on that subject, you, somebody put pinch, but actually, <laughs> it's funny they did that because last year they had they were having their countdown live, and I think they had like a band of free like a free roadies, and they were called mm. pinch. <laughs> and they, performed, they performed on stage and everything and it was just like you can see you can see some i think you can see some of the previews on um husky's um instagram but he he's, he has the like the one of the roadies just sing singing his singing his uh his heart out it's really that's pretty sweet of him yeah i know mm -hmm. do, you, do you guys have any more yeah ziggy did you yeah, have any i had one mine was a uh, dada rumba <laughs> so then good. I just imagined them all like dancing to the rumba. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cute. Oh called the vacuum cleaner, you know, the one that kind of goes around on the floor, little robot. Oh, the robot. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my god. That would yeah. be cute. My, mine was the classic Deer on Gay. Like, I don't know if anyone actually I mean, posts that one, but that one every time that always comes into like, mind. Like, dozens of people posted ones. Yeah, uh, it was, like, they're like, like five times. 
Yeah, so I mean that it's, one's uh, easy. I mean, if you Google them, I think like one of the first images is deer on gay, yeah. and it's like them from like the macabre period, and it's just <laughs> mean. Yeah, there's a lot of um, buck tick related ones which cannot be said on this Ooh. podcast. Wait, no, say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I'm say on. it. Uh, it was like uh, buck dick. <laughs> uh, oh no! Lots of licking and lots of dicking and lots of licking. Nice, nice hot dicking. <laughs> This is children enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Nexus. Uh, did you have uh, what? Uh, what names yeah, do you have? Yeah, I picked like three that made me laugh. One of them is like um, most mostly playing on the element of surprise. It's just like Versailles Philharmonic guys. <laughs> which, when I read. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a lot with the delivery there. Yeah, yeah, you're, ju you're just gonna say, like, Versailles Philharmonic guys. Really <laughs> <laughs> random. So there was one that made me laugh really well. Like, a lot. Oh, yeah. And then the third one that actually made me crack up was Nocturnal Butt Lust. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was in the theme I here. Was you sure you're just not into Yaoi? All the time, I always call that like if it's not Nakabura or it's not uh, not tunnel, but but blood bloodlust is always not tunnel. Fuck lust or some like really rude, awful way of saying their name. But they're cool guys. I, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like this is so inappropriate to say, but like several years ago, me and my friend were joking, and somehow it came up that we started calling Nocturnal Bloodlust just Cocturnal Sucklust and stuck. <laughs> and now no. we call them that. See, there is a theme there, I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll, we'll find a way. A little warning sign. <laughs> so, warning, just, just put like Pikachu sounds over it when I'm talking or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, NBT, do you have anything? No, no, no. Uh, I mentioned mine before when <laughs> Edward was talking about uh, churro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have any to add, actually, because that was my favorite one, to be honest. Lunch. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I mean, so yeah, it's like okay. a typo almost, because the Y and the U is next to each other. Exactly. <laughs> could do punch. This guy's doing homework. He's <laughs> <There's> looking <laughs> at his keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to all the readers for doing your homework. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, guys. I mean, we wouldn't have all these laughs without you. And we wouldn't have anything. There is actually, like, one more that I like, and this one came up with Dude in Grey, which is two words, but I found it really funny. Dude in Grey. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, so since we're closing this up, it is now 2018. I mean, it's the beginning of the year. Uh, I just wanted to go through and see, as a way to kind of close this out, if anyone has uh, basically a wish list for this year, what they want to see happen. doesn't necessarily have to be for J-Rock News, but for J-Rock in general. Mm. And uh, I, I mean, want to see an X-Japan album. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, jokes, we got them. <laughs> the eternal wish that may never come, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know, in like a recent press release, they did kind of hint at something coming out soon. Oh, like the other in, one? In like 
2020? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's becoming Evangelion 3.0. Or wait, 4.0? Yeah, 4.0. Yeah, but when we interviewed uh, uh, Yoshiki, he actually said that he recorded most of the drums already, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think... just have a soundtrack of drums, though. That's not for all the release. I mean... I mean, we were we were talking earlier about how Yoshiki can sell you anything. He could sell yeah. you. That. Yeah, he could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Albums, yeah. Why not like a piano, like li like um, album? He did that already. Yeah, he's done that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard that one yet. There's two albums of that, just just on piano and orchestra. Okay. All right, it's time to do the drum one then. Time to do the drum one. I don't know how what more wishes I have in 2000. It's so early on. Um, oh come on, you gotta have some. I mean, <sighs> dream on. Uh, I'd love for Second Action to release something and then come over to Europe. They don't seem to. There's a lot of bands that I follow, but they just don't tour anywhere outside of Asia. It's really frustrating. I mean, yeah, try living in talk America. Talk to me about that. <laughs> yeah. And if they do tour, it's always an odd tour like I don't know it's we're going to Poland <laughs> yeah or, One like, or yeah. go to Budapest or something like that hey I live close to these alright oh that's fine like that. <laughs> middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, I mean Mother, did you have any I, I, I definitely have a lot I mean mainly I just like all of my favorite disbanded bands to come back but that's not gonna happen <laughs> but oh, I'd, I'd love for Devil Loof to announce something in the US I mean I feel like they would really hit it off here I think they could definitely get a fan base going if they tour with the right people if they get the right kind of promotion because yeah. that heavier style I mean especially around, among the younger crowd is is really popular right now and devil but they've, they've been so working well. with uh, v-star promotion lately so um and v-star promotion has seemed to uh, turn their heads to uh, europe right now so yeah. hopefully we'll see more in uh, the u.s actually, but I, so. I don't care about you like, <laughs> 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 yeah yeah that definitely is really mean i i would i i, I would love i mean v-star actually put something out not too long ago it was last year but they're talking about if anyone has any way they could potentially help them get a band to their city and how they could do it and kind of get into yeah. contact with them obviously i didn't get into contact with them because i'm nobody <laughs> But <laughs> I mean that's that's really cool. They're really looking at getting their artists everywhere, which yeah. is great. Yeah. But yeah, definitely number one wish, Devil Loof in the States. Opening for Deron Gray maybe? No. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, definitely it would be no, great. Don't 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 like don't overdo it. Yeah, opening for Deron Gray with uh headliners, you know, including Deron Gray and I don't know, maybe Gazette off to the side. Um just everyone just everyone. Oh, Darren Gray show. Tour, actually. Sorry. Oh, don't don't even start with me. I, uh, that would be number one, but I just don't even want to think about that. I haven't <laughs> seen them in a a few years. Like I don't know the exact number because I don't like to think about it. But I haven't <laughs> seen them in a while, and it's killing me. Like every day, I'm dying. Oh. <laughs> um. Everybody has to die. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna happen sooner oh, for no. me if they don't bring themselves over here. I mean, <laughs> they've been doing some stuff. You can't deny it. I mean, they released uh, their best of album, Vestige of Scratches. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. I'm not gonna comment on it, but I like some of the tracks on there. <laughs> but I want them to come back, definitely. 
Um, I think for me, predictions for 2018. I think definitely, um, Arudu Khan will release an album this year. That's one thing. Um, some obviously some bands gonna come back, but I don't know which band would would be the most likeliest. You know, every year there's a comeback, and it's just ama- like amazing how how it happens. Um, um, Lynch will definitely release an album. Or a single this year, definitely with um, Akinori coming back, basis. Oh yeah. Previously, who was previously arrested? <laughs> Mar- marijuana possession. That but, happened um, to yeah. a drummer for Larkonsio way back when. I don't yeah. know if it was marijuana, but it was possession. Yeah, it was definitely marijuana. I think so. <laughs> um, Sakura of Larkonsio, but he's yeah, he's he's doing, he's still doing stuff. So you know. Yeah. Apart from that, that's it for me, really. NBT, you got anything for us? No, I'm good. Oh, nothing. You don't want anything to happen. I got one. <laughs> I got most of the stuff that I wanted last year, so I don't just, have anything in mind right now. Just, just more expensive posters being bundled with CDs. Yeah, I got. Well, okay. I, I want an actually release from uh, Egoist mm-hmm. uh, because the one they released just now was just like uh, a best of album and just there's just three in a, a bonus track that they had like recorded uh, on a spontaneous occasion so that was it so that was the only new track yeah see I, I feel you on that one there's a bit of sting when it's a best of album and just like a little bit of new stuff yeah looking at you dear Andre uh, Nexus <laughs> you were saying something yeah, I, I got a wish. <laughs> it's probably never gonna happen. Alright, rub the I lamp. I two actually, and <laughs> one of them I'm pretty aware that it's never gonna happen, and that is Rico Ricci coming to Europe, which never, that's never happening. Wait, what But band? the other one that actually, what? Repeat, what repeat the name of the band? Rico Ricci, my favorite band. Oh, okay, Lift Lick, Lift Lick. Yeah, oh, literally, okay. literally nobody nobody knows how to read L-I-C-H. it. So I just read it. Oh, okay. I see. Okay, cool. She read lip the Kana. Lip. I say lip. But, yeah, lip. I said lip lip as well. I always yeah, say I, I, I think it's lip lip, but I don't particularly like that pronunciation. Sorry, her is better. So it's I think it's it's But that's since that isn't happening. There's another that's more likely, and that would be if pretty please. Manasama would stop playing video games for a while and just release something because there hasn't been anything since 2010 and I would like something, please. I like to think he's just like, uh, I think it's Kentaro Miura, just, you know, he's got all these fans just like, please yep. write something. He's like, nah, I'd rather play Idol Master. No. But please release something, no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. That's what I want from life. Any, anyone well, else got any wishes? Mana oh. will collab with um, a computer game or something. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. That'll be the next best thing. I mean, we do have like release some video game music or something. He would like that. We would like that. I would buy the game. He'll be in the next near. Ooh, I would like that. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, I would love it. I, I, I was more pumped up about uh, having a new near game. That was it, not the music. Actually. <laughs> oh, now you're pumped about the music, though. Trust me. Okay, so I guess is that everyone's wishes? We don't have any more wishes. <laughs> nah. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the genie lamp away, and uh, we're gonna yeah. go on ahead and close this up. So uh, just for everyone who's stuck through to the end, 
thank you for sticking through to the end if if you even did like i said if yeah thank you but yeah definitely thank you Wait. and hopefully we can try and make this a more regular thing uh you know it's just going to take effort on our part but definitely if you have any recommendations comments this is going up on youtube post them below or you know post them on the actual uh post on our website jrocknews.com so this has been Mazo with his Sis, Edo, NBT, Nexus, and Ziggy. And again, thank you for listening. Listening.